This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, welcome. Carm Capriato here. And join me each and every week for insights from my guest host and an industry first, a live virtual job tour, a Take the Automotive Trivia Challenge, Unwrap Your Fortune of the Week, and a whole lot more. The video version of this show is on aftermarketweekly.com. So good to have you here at the uh, the place we call aftermarketweekly.com. It's a most unique automotive aftermarket resource. And uh, we're live from the Remarkable Results Radio Podcast Studio. Hey, we've got a great guest host today. I want to tell you who is here. It is going to be Jamie Carlson from Irvine's Auto Repair and Grand Rapids Hybrids. Yes, Jamie is in the house. Welcome, Jamie. Nice to see you. Nice to have you here. Hello. Hi, everyone. How's Eric? Doing well. He's out working on the leaves in the yard. I interviewed Eric a long time ago, husband, and then, of course, Jamie came into the picture. And and a really cool thing about Jamie, everyone, so that you know, oh, Megan is already saying hi, Mom. Jamie was uh, the honoree from the woman in auto care, the female shop owner of the year. You were with Jennifer Mahar and Cindy uh, Frasca, and uh, we did that. We did that episode at Apex. That's when we could actually be at Apex. Just spent virtual Apex in Key West. It wasn't too bad, but it wasn't the same. How neat to be able to hang out in Key West. West, you, it was an all party, huh? No. When you go with a with your automotive bestie and you sit there and we kind of have geek talk about um, work stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Can't imagine. Anyway, you were also in a great podcast, uh, 577. She's a veteran here of the podcast. By the way, here's the agenda for today, everyone. We're going to talk about the Google tool. That's going to be, of course, a topic that Jamie's going to cover. We're also going to talk about extreme networking. We're going to do a shop tour and trivia. Our shop tour is going to be with Ashley McCabe from University Place, Washington, and McCabe's Automotive Specialist. And she's here in the green room ready to come on, and there's a beautiful picture of her shop. And don't forget, if you've just stumbled upon us for the first time, you can see all the archived episodes at aftermarketweekly.com. You can binge on them like you would do with a great Netflix series. And uh, we talk about a bunch of great stuff. It has been so much fun to produce this show. One of the things that we do is we do a trivia thing. And here's today's trivia for you all. Who is the French bicycle racer who went on to manufacture porcelain spark plugs? His name endures within the brands of two, two popular spark plugs. Hey, what went on this week? Just to let you know quickly, we had two really great episodes. Last Friday was all about becoming a big league service advisor. I got Steve Shaw, who is the dealership service advisor trainer. He does it for the dealerships. And I I wanted to find out what he would have to say and how he could share it for the aftermarket. And today... Uh, Jerry Frank went out with this great four-way uh, uh, to generate income using ESBI. It's it's about cash flow management in, in these quadrants. It is all about entrepreneurialism and investing. I think you're going to absolutely love it. Please give it your listen. Let's jump into uh, this thing about the power of Google. Uh, and as I guess it's it's a favorite tool of yours. It certainly is. I think for us, it's even more of a, like a dating service that people who find us and read our Google reviews, the good and the not so flattering are the people that are most likely to be satisfied with the type of service we offer. 
our Google Places um, page, you know, shows pictures of our shop. It's not a brand new shop, but it's clean. It's tastefully decorated. Um, there's a fleet of loaner cars. And I kind of think when people have read the reviews and they come in, it's kind of what they see is what they get. And it usually works out pretty well. If you were looking for anything, uh, even, a, even a boyfriend or a husband or a girlfriend or a wife, you would go to Google. I would because I also think their integrity is above some of the others that we do not participate with. You could make up a couple Google reviews, but you can tell if people have done that. We have never tried to have one re removed, but you can't. You know, they don't, and I guess if it's slanderous, maybe you can. And I actually kind of did meet a husband that way. Eric was a referral before Google, way before wait Google. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Eric was a referral? He was a referral. He, I went out, we went on a blind date and people kind of knew both of us. And it, um, yeah, yeah, it's been a few years and he's still one of my favorite people. Is Google helping you with referrals? Absolutely. We probably get... I don't know if a third of our new customers each month from Google, sometimes people will just say that, you know, I think they just say, I saw you on Google and maybe somebody else referred them. But I just think if your presence there is accurate, you're just going to get a better match. You know, I mean, people who have not been happy with us usually have not spent any money with us and they're mad because we're not going to let them bring in their own parts or we won't charge what some internet part costs. Um, that's okay if people who are like-minded with them don't want to come to us because they probably wouldn't be happy with us and we probably wouldn't be that into them either. Boy, you just brought up a, a hell of a can of worms. I'd love to stop what we're doing right now and start talking about this internet pricing thing that you just brought up. Oh my, but we don't, <laughs> it's not in our plans today. But but that's what this that's what this show is all about. I mean, maybe what we should do one day is just not even have an agenda and, you know, let the audience pick the topic. Who knows? But that's important. So if you don't have your Google uh, business page, you're, you're making a big mistake. Oh, absolutely. That's free. Yeah, that is free. Do you keep it updated? Yes, Megan stays on top of that. And we actually started working with someone else who even gave her some more tips. You know, there's Google changes their algorithm all the time. So you, you, have, you have to have somebody that knows what's going on and can tell you what personal touches to put on it and maybe manage it somewhat as well. So you t you sent me a, a, an email and it said, "Hey, Carm, uh, scan the words uh, in Google: professionalism, punctuality, quality, and value." Do you make sure that your uh, your your website's connected to those keywords? Well, and when I sent that, that's actually if you just kind of zip down our Google reviews, Google highlights some words, and that's what kept coming up over and over, like what they took out. And I thought, well, I'm I'm pretty pleased with that. That's, that's what I want people to think about us. You're using the, the reviews from your customers as a barometer to you that you're doing everything right. I don't think you can please everybody. I don't think you can please everybody. I, I, yeah, I just think that's the way it is. Well, thank you for uh, telling us all about uh, Google, the, the powerful world of Google. Thank you for that. Jamie is going to do another segment here on networking. She is so passionate about networking. This Friday, coming up uh, in the Academy Live, we're going to be doing a very interesting uh, Town Hall Academy on four-corner, four-wall inspections. Now, I think many of you know Seth Thorson. His 
operations manager, Daniel Gravely, I, I think Seth is putting up his third store. They're a really big believer in getting in every corner of the building, inside and out, and inspecting uh, what they expect from their people, the cleanliness, the organization of the facility. Don't forget, every episode that we put out, we repurpose as this Thursday in two days. You're going to see a great episode if you missed it. Uh, repurpose Thursday, Electric Vehicles, The Future Unfolds. In fact, Greg is hanging out with us, and Greg was with us last week, and he had some great input. And I, I want to tell you something. <clears throat> there was one huge takeaway, huge takeaway that came out of this episode. And, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. I, I want you to either go watch it or listen to it <laughs> and learn about it. But it has has something to do with a hybrid. And in fact, Jamie, you guys are a hybrid specialist out there in Grand Rapids. Yes, we are. Hybrids and EVs. Yeah. And you've been that for a bunch of years now. I think between six and eight years. You would think Grand Rapids and you would not think anything but GM, Ford, or Chrysler, right? I bet you half of what we work on is Toyota Priuses. And it's because you specialized it and you put that one shingle up. That was a big takeaway, by the way. You, you could put up a hybrid shingle, but it should say we work on Priuses because that's the car. That's what matters. Well, that's the 800-pound gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> and they, you know, if you don't mind driving a Prius, if you like a Prius, it's nice. We feel confident in recommending them to people because they are such fantastic, reliable vehicles. Well, great. Thanks for filling in the blanks there. Let's talk about networking. You're, you're passionate about that. You know, when you said that, I thought, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a reluctant networker. You know, like when you would, they'd say, okay, this is going to start at noon, show up at 1145 for networking. I'd show up at 1159. I am not good at small talk. It intimidated me. Over the last couple of years, it has been so instrumental in transforming our business. So I'm trying to get better at it. Megan and I went to Women in Auto Care and we met the master of networking, Kim Auernheimer. And that just continued a chain of events that ended up in us being in a smart group where that's small networking, but it is having to be so much more open and transparent with people and you certainly get what you give. You know, if you're honest and you put things out there and you're transparent, you get that back and you just get so much knowledge and so much help. And I have people all over the country that I can call now with maybe an embarrassing problem or something I wouldn't want to share with competitors before or local competitors. And it's like, you just know that's how we all help each other. And it's, it's been phenomenal. And I'm going to try and grow at it a little bit more. What was your reluctance or wanting to always show up late? Did you have a uh, some kind of blockage? Yeah, a little. I think a little bit of anxiety. Nobody would think that I am shy. And if I have a customer come in, I can talk to them, ask them about their car. It's kind of like if it's about me, you know, or it's, I don't know. It's I would avoid people in the store if I see them. <laughs> Because I, I felt the exchange would be, hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Okay, goodbye. So the secret of getting this networking to really work, believe you me, the, the most successful shop owners that I know um, get the networking piece and, and it changed their world. I mean, there's a lot of things that, that ultimately change you from being, you know, uh, the, the, the entrepreneur or the, uh, the technician moving into CEO of your business, a lot of things, but networking you you gotta you gotta give it a shot and and, and you gotta tough through it i think that's what you're saying do you find that when you get into the right peer group 
that they embrace you? Absolutely. And I mean, it's, and it's a two-way street, and maybe that's because of what we all have in common. It has just been phenomenal. I am so appreciative of it. So it's the been there, done that. They see you. You're brand new. You've, you're a little apprehensive to join. Do you need someone that you know that kind of befriended you to, to bring you in and get you going? Yeah, kind of steer the conversation maybe. I think always maybe a feeling of they all know so much more what's going on. They've been here before. I haven't. Um, And for someone who has been in the business longer than many of these people here, I should have known better. I I know a few things. (laughs) I just needed a little more confidence. So when that phenomenon that hits you, uh, I don't know what I don't know, hits you, can you deal with that? Do you feel embarrassed or you say, hey, I got a lot, lot of things to do. Let me write down some things I got to work on. I don't think it embarrasses me because I'm okay with that. I always feel like I don't know much, even, even after doing this for so long. There's just, but now it's kind of exciting. It's like, there's this much more to learn. I mean, things are going okay when I know this much. If I learn even more, they should go really good. <laughs> and how about to the point where you finally get into that network, you're into the networking group, and they ask you to share something on the next meeting. That's got to be a big momentous piece that, you know, you, you've got, oh my God, they, they want to hear from me. Talk about having to do that, a speech in front of women in auto care. That's the one reason I didn't know if I wanted the award. But it was kind of fun when they start laughing. I was there. I saw you, t- uh, I, and I, I wouldn't have had a clue that you were nervous. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I think everybody knows the, this, this as a fact. No matter how self-confident you are, if you get a little rumble in your tummy when you get ready to get up on stage, that's a good thing? Yeah. Wow. How cool. Hey, thank you for sharing that networking it is really one of the most key things you can do hey you want to want to do a fortune with me absolutely let's do a fortune here's our fortune cookie of the day i'm opening it up it's my lunch actually everyone knows that so let's talk about our fortune here it is the greatest of all mistakes is to is to do nothing because you think you can do only a little like not showing up for networking <laughs> The greatest of all mistakes is to do nothing because you think you can do only a little. Wow. Hey, I want to let you know that we have a the 200th episode of Town Hall Academy is coming up actually uh, on December 27th. And the title of it is My Biggest Mistake. And so that's kind of apropos to have that come out. Hey, classic episode I want to share with you all. And a lot of times in early in early of the year, people, the insurance company, the insurance company calls you and says, "We got to go over your policy." I want to encourage you to go out and listen to episode one sixty one and one seventy two. One sixty one was about being underinsured, and we had so much great stuff with that. We decided to do a second part, and that was what if scenarios. And of course, your great friend Kim Auerheimer was in both of those. And uh, I'm telling you, there's so much content on the on the website. We have we have covered you name the topic. It's out there. Don't struggle alone. Be part of the podcasting networking group because that's your that's how you get, even if you don't go with a group, you listen to a podcast, you listen to watch what we're doing, you have a private networking thing happening for you. Hey, it's time to introduce Ashley McCabe. Hello, Ashley. Where is she? Hi, how's it going? Well, she's out there at McCabe's Automotive Specialist in in the in sunny Northwest in Seattle. Oh my God, I hear all the I hear all the noise going on out there. It's windy. So glad to see you, the Vice President of McCabe's. 
We're looking forward to uh, seeing your your shop tour, Ashley. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. We're really excited to show what's going on. So, yeah, well, let's get started, shall we? So I've got two buildings here. This is my main building, as you can see. Um, it's kind of like an L shape. And then we have another building over here. I actually only have one technician that takes up this entire shop. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> So I'm, I was going to take you through the front door, but we've got a couple customers and just to respect their privacy, I'm going to take you inside my main shop. I've got uh, two technicians and, uh, and a maintenance tech that we just hired. We're really happy to have him. So if you were a parts driver, this is where you'd enter my shop. <laughs> I've got three lifts here. Um, I've got a technician that works on, they kind of share, they've got a good sharing mechanism here. Um, they kind of share this end, this end bay. And then I've got another situation here. This car's getting ready to go. Lots of room there. Man, is there a lot of room? Yeah, we have a lot of room in here. Um, we're pretty we're pretty fortunate to have room. We don't have a lot of ceiling clearance, but we definitely make it worth it. I've got some guys that, that definitely make the ceiling clearance um, pretty cool. We've got a little back room here. We've got lots of storage. It's kind of dark back here. There's a light, but I don't know where it's at. I don't go back here. <laughs> we have a room we like store, that <laughs> right we store all our equipment back there and um we have a specific bay just for maintenance in and out stuff like our customer that's waiting in our lobby we have a specific bay that works that works uh for those i'll walk you over here it has its own separate entrance and everything this is our bay for that 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 car just came out so that would be uh oil changes as an example um, Quentin is our maintenance technician. He's just, uh, just started with us just a couple weeks ago. He does uh, maintenance with oil changes. We'll do flushes services. Really get excited to have him on our team to do a lot to, lots more than just maintenance. We're excited to have him. That's for sure. <laughs> Excellent. Are you going to take us to the other place? I was going to take you to the other building. Yeah. You know, when you've been around for 49 years, not much changes. My dad's theory is don't fix it unless it's broken. So to the other shop, I've got a, my master technician out here in our alignment rack. This will probably be the last time anybody sees this alignment rack. She's an oldie but goodie, but we are upgrading her at the end of the year, and we're really excited. Wow, it's going against Dad's principles. I know. <laughs> Ashley, did you ever think you'd be excited about an alignment rack? Nope, I did not think that an alignment rack would be something that would ever get me excited. No, that's for sure. So... We've got four lifts here in our alignment rack, and this is the oldie but goodie, and she'll, she won't be here much longer, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, do you know what you're buying? Um, we're not 100% sure yet. We'll probably just upgrade with the same company that we have. So you and Dad haven't made the decision yet, but you know you're doing it. I have not made the decision. I'm actually letting my service manager... It's really loud in there. I've got the heater on. <laughs> it's gold. We haven't made a decision. We're going to let the service manager kind of take care of that. But yeah, I have some mascots I'd like you guys to meet. This is probably the best part of our shop. They get the most reviews out of our shop. That People love our mascots. So I'd love to introduce you to them. They sit inside here with our service team. This is our parts return. We have a pretty organized system. Parts come in on top. They get returned underneath and they get distributed to technicians in their cubbies. But let's see, what do we got here? There's oh, one, no and there's the other one. <laughs> and we've got a new addition here, right there. Uh, is that a little Frenchie? 
Yes, she is so sweet. She's the sweetest. So I've got two boys and a girl here, my service manager. She brings her t- her doggy in, and then the two Aussies are mine. And so they get the most reviews, huh? They do. People love our uh, greeting committee, they call them. They're even on our website, you know. you got to earn your living. Ashley, how long you been with the business? I have been just under five years. Five years. And your learning curve continues? My learning curve is ever-changing every single day. I swear I learn something new every single day. The guys are great. The team is always teaching me, that's for sure. What Jamie said about networking, was she spot on? Oh, 100%. We are a part of several, I was just say, I am a part of several networking groups. Um, it's really important to get out there. And we really, my dad and I really believe in like, we're part of BNI and the giver's gain mentality. You don't go there to sell something. You go there to learn about other people's businesses so you can give to the small business community. And in turn, that'll just come back tenfold. We've really found that to be great. So, so great. And congratulations on having your first child in February, I believe. Thank you. Yes, we're expecting a little boy in February. My husband and I are really excited. Good for you. Thank you so much. Hang out with us as we talk about next week. Uh, We're going to go to Shirts, Texas next week. Ooh, I hope it's warm there. (laughs) Well, yeah, I know. We're going to go to Mark Roberts' second location. They just built this location, and knowing that it was fresh and brand new and ground up, we wanted uh, Mark Roberts, great friend of the podcast, great industry uh, guy, and we want to have uh, we want we're going to get a tour of shirts next week, and of course Greg Buckley is with us as our guest host, and I may not even show up and let Greg do the whole darn show himself. I don't know. Amazing, great friend, good guy. Uh, we're going to have a hoot. We're not even sure what we're going to do, but I'm sure if you miss that show. Shame on you. Hey, let's do the trivia. Let's finish up with the trivia. Who is the French bicycle racer who went on to manufacture porcelain spark plugs? His name endures with today's brands of two popular plugs. We did have somebody here guess it. Uh, It was Don Gonzalez. And the answer, of course, is Albert Champion. Now, let me tell you about Albert Champion. It was the Albert Champion Ignition Company. Um, Today, his name is behind those of AC Delco and Champion. Now, here's how it went. In 1907, Albert Champion, the Albert Champion Company was manufacturing portions of spark plugs with the name of Champion stamped on the side. Now, late in the summer of 1908, Champion met William Durant at Durant's Boston's Buick dealership. Durant, impressed with these spark plugs, persuaded Champion to move to Flint, Michigan. Durant incorporated General Motors. Of course, you know that Durant was the founder of GM, and he quickly purchased Cadillac and Oldsmobile Motor Companies. Now, Champion had partners who uh, sued Albert Champion over his name. Champion finally settled out of court in 1922 and changed the name of his company to A.C. Sparkplug Company after his initials. To this day, both names survive, A.C. Delco and Champion Sparkplugs. So cool. Hey, look at Great to have you all here. If you want to join our shop tour, just send me a, a line, karm at remarkableresults.biz or karm at aftermarketweekly.com. Love to have you here. Thank you so much. One of the most unique resources in the automotive aftermarket, and we do it live. And of course, repurpose this each and every uh, day. You'll see this up on the website uh, later later on this afternoon that you can watch over and over again. Hey, thank you, Ashley McCabe, Jamie Carlson. Bye-bye. Bye.